So today we've heard from those that God has summoned uh, to share hope in Christ in uh, several different ways uh, on a college campus in foreign countries, uh, through a New England church plant, and we are just honored to partner with those who align with our global impact mission. Last Sunday, we considered the promise that was given to Abraham in, in Genesis 12, verse 2, and that has to do with the the manifold blessing that was coming, a promise from God to Abraham. But with that blessing came the responsibility to be a blessing, blessed to be a blessing. And as I was thinking about the global impact focus that we have over the next 11 days or so in this kind of like a a mini missions convention, that really that's the essence of what missions is about that we have been blessed by God with the gift of salvation. How do we steward that? How do we, how do we champion that gift that has been entrusted to us in terms of personally and then corporately as the body of Christ? Uh, I believe that there's three steps here that really encompasses what the global impact focus is about. First of all, there is the acknowledging that we have been blessed with the gift of salvation, and then provision to be able to support various ministries. And so tonight, I think it'd be helpful for us to just acknowledge that we, we are blessed, that we have been blessed with that gift of hope, eternal life in Jesus Christ. And then what do we do with that blessing, that we should extend that blessing to others? Also to accept the responsibility that Abraham had, that personal responsibility to take the blessing he was entrusted with, and use it for the good of others. And then third, I think it's important that we dream a little bit over the next 11 days. That through prayer, through faith rising up in our heart, that we would really come to the Lord and dream a little bit about how God could perhaps use me as an individual in this next year in 2020. I think it could be epic if we all pray and we assume that responsibility that we have been given much, And how could we in turn give so that others would know Christ? And that we could dream through just a little bit of faith about what God could do through us. You know, a little bit about Anchor's story. Since we launched February 24th, one of those snowy uh, Sundays uh, that year, 2013, Anchor has really placed a high premium on generosity. In fact, one of our core values is giving. We want to be a church that truly embraces that it's more blessed to give than receive. Oftentimes, churches are looked upon as what they take. And we don't, we've never wanted to be a church like that. We want to be a church that has a reputation of being generous, of being given, the giving. That's really in our DNA. And to establish that, our very first offering on that February Sunday in 2013 that offering in its entirety was given to a missionary that happened to be present that day. So it's part of who we are, is to be giving and then to be also globally minded. Since that first offering, our community, and I'm so glad to be able to share this, our community has given over $106,000 to Global Impact. Isn't that awesome? I think we should just pause and thank the Lord for that. Those funds have been used to reach people 
for Christ through Boston City Outreaches, New England Church Plants, College Campus Ministry, and International Missions. Now, thanks to your faithfulness in giving, we are on track to have another strong year in global impact. Thank you for living out the Abraham mandate that we truly are blessed to be a blessing. And thank you for giving sacrificially at times to the work of Christ. I'm pleased to announce that our goal for faith promises in 2020 is $25,000. On November 14th, our very first worship gathering in our new space, we will be collecting faith promises that evening. And we pray that with God placing some faith and dreaming in our hearts and our spirit that we will exceed the $25,000 goal. But I'd like to tell you briefly about some changes for 2020 as the Lord has really put some things in our heart about the future of global impact. While we will continue supporting international missionaries and New England church plants, we want to invest more in 2020 in city outreach in Boston and Boston campus ministries. This will mean we have some tough decisions to make regarding support of international ministries and New England church plants. Now the rationale behind this shift is based on the perceived need in city outreach and campus ministries in Boston in our mission to serve, to reach, and disciple people in our city of Boston. First, I'd like for us to look at city outreach. Recently, the Boston Dream Center informed us of some changes in their ministry. And as you know, if you've been here for very long, we have been a big supporter of Boston Dream Center. And uh, their changes have to do with uh, really a realignment of their focus in ministry to ministry to those that are incarcerated. And so they will be, I think it's actually effective now, their really sole focus is jail ministry, ministry to the incarcerated. And we applaud that. They do a phenomenal job doing that in ministry, and they, uh, we support them for doing that. But this change represents an opportunity for us as a church, I believe, uh, to step up and maybe fill some gaps that that decision has created. And so I'm very excited about us doing more in Boston that would be really our community stepping up in, in a very tangible way. I envision an outreach in 2020 that will provide some life essentials for those who are in need, but will also include a concert with our musicians and also a very bold and clear presentation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I don't know about you, but I'm a little tired of having outreaches in the city where the gospel isn't proclaimed. I believe that we should go through the permit process and we should have an all-church event where we rally together and we bathe it in prayer and we give a lot of good stuff away and we have some great music, but then the gospel is shared. And I believe that's your heart as well. And so, no, and again, we're not casting any stones. We're moving forward with what I believe God is calling us as a community to do. If you, if you embrace that notion, say amen. 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 Second, while we are excited about what God is doing in regional camp, uh, college campuses like UMass Amherst, Yale University, 
And we're excited about coming alongside of you, Rob, and in prayer support and financial support. But I believe God would have us focus on Boston College campuses, such as Emerson College, Northeastern, and also the music schools, Berkeley and the conservatories, right in the back bay, right where we are. They're really neighborhood campuses for us. And that we would do all we can to have initiatives there on those campuses and to support them in terms of our global impact initiative. We view these kingdom initiatives to reach and disciple future world changers on these campuses. And that aligns with the DNA of Anchor. Before Anchor was ever launched, we had in our heart to reach and disciple college students, future world changers truly, that will be here for just a, amount of time, a small amount of time, four years, some a little bit longer, if it takes them a little bit longer, but where we would reach them, disciple them, share the power of the gospel, and see lives changed. And then they can go truly to all around the world and take the hope that they found in Jesus Christ and be ambassadors for that. And so there's some shifting going on where we're really looking at Boston and outreach and campus ministries. And I believe I know your heart, and I believe that this, is, this lines up with your heart for this city and even for global impact. Finally, about this idea that we are blessed to be a blessing. The truth is, we often don't feel like we're blessed. I understand that. We look at our, at our bank account and it's like, I don't know that I'm so blessed. There's some reasons for that, I believe. One reason is debt. With our demographic, uh, the primary debt is student loans. And I get that. We understand that. Another reason, you might be a student and you're poor, and we understand that as well. You may actually be racking up debt by the minute. I don't know. But you can look at, I'm a student, what could I do? I, I'm poor. And we identify with that as well. We, those of us who are on the side of college, we understand what that felt like. How about the cost of living in Boston? There's another reason we can feel poor. I know I could get an amen for that. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. It's one of the most expensive cities in the U.S. to live in. Top five. Yes, one of those top fives we're not so excited about, but it, that's the way it is. And I have another reason for our demographic that can feel poor. First of all, we're just young. I say we, you guys are young. You're not in your, most of you are not in your prime wage earning years at this point. You're starting out in your career, and we understand that as well. So, that's not really what you're expecting to hear, all the reasons why we cannot feel blessed, right? But I feel like we have to deal with reality when we're talking about something like global impact and fundraising for these initiatives for 2020. Yet, when we are, compare ourselves with the rest of the world, aren't we really truly blessed? Even college students? Can't we get a cappuccino when we fancy one? Can't we go to a concert when our, one of our favorite artists comes to town? We'll make a way to get there. We can travel sometimes several times a year. We'll find a way to get that ticket and get on a plane. Basically, to do most things we want to with a little planning and some sacrifice. I'd like the music team to come back, and my closing remarks are this. I want to go back to the fact that we have been blessed. 
We have been blessed with the gift of salvation. And I believe there comes that responsibility. What do we do with this gift of life that God has given us? Do we hold it in? Are we content with the fact that our life has been changed and our life has hope? Or is there something inside of us that is compelling us to be involved in sharing the gospel with our life, reaching out to others, but also with praying and, and giving funds, giving finances to support ministries, touching people that we could never touch because we're not in those places. Also, you and I have been blessed with enough resources that allow us to be a blessing to those who do need Jesus. There is enough. And if nothing else tonight, I want all of us to understand that, that as we are sitting here tonight, that we are blessed people. And as we look at what we have been given, both in salvation and both in provision, material blessing, that there's enough that if all of us pray, if all of us ask God to soften our heart, if all of us seek God and say, God, give me faith to what you could do through me in 2020, and as we hear from heaven, as we hear from God, all of us praying, all of us laying our life before him, I believe as we come together on November 14th that there's going to be a remarkable result that happens that night as you will bring your faith promise up to the front of the room and we will tabulate and we'll give God glory for the dreaming and the faith that he has put in our hearts. So I'm asking you tonight to join Shelley and me and our, all of our leaders to pray that God would put that faith in our heart, that he would also put a figure in our mind about what the amount would be that we would have faith for God to, to give through us. And these things happen not with a calculator, not working out the numbers on a budget. This happens in prayer. And we've seen God do some amazing things uh, through the years in our ministry as we have uh, come to the Lord in congregations and we have just seen miracles that happen just because somebody had a little faith and they prayed and they could hear from God uh, about what he could do through them. From students all the way up to uh, the most senior members of a congregation. So I'd like for us to stand once again. And again, I believe all of us can pray and I believe all of us can do something. And so let's unite as the band leads us in this song. It's really a prayer. And so instead of me leading in a prayer in this moment, I would encourage us, we introduced this song last week, I encourage you to sing this song as your prayer to God for what he can do through you as he empowers us, his church, to do all that we can to win as many people for Christ in this next year of 2020 and truly to give us 2020 vision for next year. And so let's sing this song together and then we'll conclude in prayer. Set us with power. Oh, it's you.
not get on a plane and we may not go to another country. Lord, the idea is that we're moving forward in relationship with you, in faith, in trust. And Lord God, we're moving forward in prayer. That Lord, you would take us to another place in terms of participating in the global effort to win as many people for Christ as possible. So send us, send our hearts forward, send our faith upward, O oh God. And may we, in Jesus' name, receive what you are desiring to speak to all of us, realizing the joy. Lord, this is not a sad thing we're talking about, but the joy that we can experience knowing that we are partnering in every way with those that you are calling, and for this city of Boston as we endeavor to do more in Jesus' name here, oh God, in this city where 97% of the population are not serving you. So break our hearts, soften our hearts, and if, Lord, they have calcified, if there's a hardness, uh, an apathy about that, oh God, in these days of this Focus, oh God, we pray that you would break us down, oh God, to see people as you see them and that we would do all we can and even more together, united in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen, amen. This Wednesday, we're going to pray specifically for all of our Global Impact Partners it's going to be a really neat uh, time there at 351 Boylston. What we're going to do is dedicate the space to the glory of God. That's the, one of the primary things that we're going to be doing. I would love to see all of you there Wednesday night to pray with us. And we're going to walk and we're going to pray through that space and dedicate it to the cause of Christ. We're also, as I mentioned, going to be praying for our global...